The views and opinions expressed on this program do not necessarily represent those of KUCI, its management, or the UC Board of Regents. For more information on this or other KUCI programs, visit KUCI.org or KUCITalk.org. This is Heather McCoy's A face in the crowd. Whose face? I could be yours. Only on 88.9 FM in Irvine. Irvine. This is 88.9 KCI FM in Irvine, and this is Heather McCoy as a face in the crowd. And um, I'm standing here on Manhattan Avenue, and uh, it's not glamorous. It's in a very industrial side of Fullerton, and I'm standing out in front of the Albertsons uh, corporate headquarters for Southern California, and... Um, in 2003, there was a strike, and uh, it lasted from October 11th of 2003 all the way to Feb- some midway through February. And in that strike, both sides claimed victories, but there's major setbacks for the union, although it wasn't as dire as it first uh, presented itself at once before we went on strike. We did win a few things. So it's 2011, and we're on the table again. I'm having a lot of mixed emotions doing this because I've been on this picket line before as a worker, and uh, now that I am officially done with that, they got most of my body. My my body honestly feels 60 while I'm in my early 30s, and they almost got my soul, but I'm still standing. So we're going to be talking to some picketers, and uh, the police just arrived. That's great. And I'm here with a picketer that says, kicking ass for the working class. And that's FCC appropriate. Um, so uh, why are you out here today? Because we want to protest of what these companies are trying to do to us, hardworking people. They don't need to keep taking our benefits away. We need to survive just like they do. It's all about greed and nothing about the working class. Were you a part of the 2003 strike? That's affirmative. I sure was, and we protested it then as we protest it now. So what exactly are they taking away this time? Last time they wanted to introduce a two-tier system, take away health benefits, and there's a third one, but I don't remember which what it was. I'm not exactly sure right now. Too many. They want to take more, more money away, and, and they want to put more, more pressure on the working class. So which, uh, which of the three stores do you work for? Bonds in Imperial Beach. Oh, Okay. So, I mean, uh, what's the work conditions like besides just taking health care away? Well, the working conditions at the store are great. I have no qualms with the working conditions. Just that they have to give us more hours for the work that they want us to do, not just pile on more work and not give us the time to do it in. Well, that was their favorite thing to do when I was at Albertsons. They're like, oh, do this, this, and this, and you have eight hours. And then they started micromanaging time as well. Right, right. They're just doing everything that they shouldn't be doing in my personal opinion. So how long have you been with Vons? 11 years. Wow. And what's your position there? I'm just a deli clerk. Oh, okay. Well, it's a pleasure to meet you, and we'll hang out with some other protesters here. Okay. Support support the union. Support local UFCW 135. And just a side note, though, is, like, do you think this is kind of, this another strike is set on because of a, the union's inability to organize Trader Joe's and Walmart? Well, 
it's it's all political. It's all political, and, and they should listen to the people and not worry about greed. Okay, well, um, I'm going to hang out with uh, some other people here, and uh, we'll see what we find. I'm with another uh, demonstrator here in front of Albertson's corporate headquarters in Fullerton, and your name is? Judy Wood. And hi, Judy. And so why are you out here today? Um, we're just out here um, just trying to um, get these corporations to understand where we're coming from. You know, I mean, um, our health care is very important to us. I'm a single mom, and um, I still have three kids that are on my health care, and I want to be able to afford to take them to the doctors. Uh, my pension was, so far they're kind of uh, talking about pension, and then we have to go with wages. I mean, this is Southern California, and um, we need they need to do the right thing for the workers. You know, the, these companies make millions and billions of dollars and the workers this is all off the back of the workers we're the ones that actually bring their customers in we're the hard workers here and they need to do the right thing to better our communities better our living conditions you know and just make it fair for everyone and when I was at the store I knew a lot of people who um, their husband did something else but the wife or the another the spouse actually uh, stayed at Albertson's just for the health care benefits alone Exactly. So a lot of people are small business owners. You know, that's our American dream. And sometimes the wife, well, nowadays, you know, both uh, both parents or both the spouses have to work to afford what we afford nowadays for our children and stuff. So, you know, that was a reality. And now, though, in the workforce, you have a lot more women than, you know, that stepped into the workforce than you have just the men that are here. And so, you know, there are a lot of single parents and there's, you know, just uh, women out there just trying to struggle to raise their kids. And so, you know, these are all things that are just, you know, basics. We're not asking for anything that's be above and beyond. We're asking just to, you know, be able to take care of our families and, and help our communities. I think uh, people don't realize that, um, well, we don't make a lot of money. Like my, my biggest year was 26000 before, you know, uh, that was before taxes. And so a lot of people think that we're making seventy grand a year and we're kind of spoiled and it's just not the case. I think the medium, medium income was about twenty five grand a year. And so um, like I was night crew and I still wasn't doing very good for myself. Uh, what position are you at? Um, I actually work in the bakery. I'm a cake decorator. I've been at this company for 22 years of my life. And um, I'm uh, right around, I think last year, I was around $34,000. And, you know, I do have three children that I take care of. And I am a single mom. So $34,000 that way is not very much. You know, actually, when I filed my taxes this year, I actually qualified for earned income credit. Now, come on. What, you know, after 22 years with a corporation, this is what I get handed, you know. And, you know, for a while there, our pensions were kind of, you know, in question. So I'm 53 years old and I'm looking at maybe about nine, 10 more years and I may be up for my retirement. So if you give your life to a company and you go in there and give them your all, I have a, a huge following of people that come in and I do cakes for them and I've done that for the 14 of the 22 years. And so, you know, I've built a lot of customer base for them. And so, you know, when I retire, what, what do I have to look forward to? So, you know, one thing is, is it seems like this is over a single issue, which is healthcare, which is vitally important, but it's not like 2003 where it was just like drastically like they were far apart on the bargaining table. Do you have hope that this won't go into a full-fledged strike? 
Yeah, I, I really don't think that these co companies can actually afford to have us out there. I don't think that they really recognize that the customers do support us out there. I know just the customers that I deal with day by day, you know, if they see me standing in front of a store, they're not going to cross that picket line. You know, a lot of friendships come out of our customers, and, you know, we speak to them every week. We're the ones that take care of them. And so, you know, I think that these corporations, they think that we're all replaceable and that, um, you know, a minimum wage job is just all that they're going to ever offer anybody and that's not it. I mean, this used to be that it, it could be a career for somebody. I mean, we're not all college-bound people. You know, it would be one wonderful world if we were, and, you know, we could go that direction. But some people, it's not in their makeup to do that. So we still need jobs that actually can create careers and still sustain families. And these corporations are not looking at that anymore. And I think that's not just a loan to Albertsons. I think I think it's become where if you have a 40-hour-a-week job, there's no guarantee that you'll have a roof over your head anymore either. I mean, it's just the, the, the social safety net has just been evaporated since the 80s. Absolutely. So, you know, it really is is just um, having people get involved, and, and especially throughout our country, it's not just Albertsons, it's not just Ralph's and Vaughn's. We have many, many huge corporations here. The largest one is Walmart. You know, they're actually even a non-union company, and those workers, you know, are in horrible conditions. They're dealt with all different kinds of things, and they can't even take care of the families. I mean, that's a corporation where a lot of your workers are on, are on um, uh, California assistance. Why is that with a billion-dollar company? Same way with our companies. They're million- and billion-dollar companies, and they can do the right thing here. So that's what we need to get them to listen to, is doing the right thing for our country. There's a bill that's introduced into the state Senate, and it's, I think, SB 810. And um, SB 810 would be universal health care for all of Californians. And I think that would help out these negotiations quite a bit, because it would take health care completely off the table. And you can concentrate on wage issues, because... Uh, the you know the the um the cost of living hasn't kept up with the Albertsons and or the, the grocery stores or anybody's uh, pay scale. Absolutely, and and there are certain states that are starting to go that direction. I, I heard about Vermont, who's actually trying to actually take different things on and and creative ways of making our healthcare work across the nation. So you know we all have to look at that, and we all have to get involved and be part of that process. And I think in our country, a lot of people, well, if it doesn't affect me, then I don't need to get involved. And we all do need to be involved because a lot of things have happened in our country that now we're worrying about it and we're wondering about it. Where I think we should have been involved ten years ago you know, and a lot of different issues. So, you know, it's just hopefully that the, that the uh, consumer will support us here. We're not asking for a whole lot. We just want to have what's fair. Yeah. Well, I thank you for your time, and I'll let you go back to your hot dog, and uh, have, a good, have a good day. Okay. I'm here at the, in front of Albertsons, and uh, we're talking to different picketers who uh, is, are trying to, uh, pr they're not striking yet, but they do have signs, and uh, they just want to demand better health care. And I'm with Iggy. And uh, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. I came all the way from San Diego, Southern California. I'm a retail clerk, and I've been through uh, the 2004 strike. And I'm telling you, with what they presented, what they have been presenting to the presidents, I am willing to strike one more time because this is so important to us. Healthcare is one of the most important issues for us. We are also afraid of falling out of middle class and not being able to afford just the regular things that we have become accustomed to.
as somebody that used to be an employee of Albertsons, I wouldn't say I was middle class. I would say I was a working poor when I was there, and I was there from 99 to 08. Yes. Well, there's very few of us that could say that we are full-time. I happen to be one of the very lucky people that are full-time employees. Most of my fellow employees, I'm going to guess 90 percent, maybe 85 to 90 percent of the employees are part-time workers and even the Wall Street Journal reported that the retail clerks is really one of the most underemployed uh, uh, services that uh, that we work in and the industry has become part-time and uh, we uh, we want to when we retire we want to have a decent uh, uh, de uh, decent uh, retirement as well as uh, as uh, we we want to take care of our families, and we don't want to do it through welfare. Yeah, and a lot of companies are going. Oh, here's your, uh, you know, let me get your social security or your passport number, and here's the here's the number to county services so you can get you know food stamps. Yes. Well, I'm really sorry to hear that because we are a proud. We're 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 good employees. I don't want you to think that these people are here because they're bad employees. We really want to preserve what we have, and there's so many issues that they want to take away. There's so many things that. Uh, that it's hard to believe that we're still, since March 31st, standing here without a contract. That's what I was going to say, is you went from March 31st to now without a contract, and you're just kind of, you're just kind of going on the old agreement. When do you think this might come ahead soon? Well, we're hoping the sooner the better. Southern California is really right here. The whole United States, the whole retail clerks in the United States are really keeping a close eye on us. Because if it wasn't for the Southern California worker that has been out on strike and everything, we're not afraid. We're not afraid. And we won't work. There's been many, many states that they have stayed working without a contract for close to a year, if not that much. We're not going to wait that long. Southern California is a different breed here. And we are proud people. We are totally qualified to work in those stores. The people that replace us are not even nowhere close to replacing us as far as uh, the handling of your food. And I would say that not only are the replacements inadequate, like the people that came in as part of the second tier during the last strike, when we came back and they were second tier wage earners, the, we always knew they were second tier because they were just complete F-ups. Yes, that's correct. And one of the things is that these people keep throwing at us is Walmart, Walmart, Walmart. And I want you to know that even the Walmart employees are not satisfied with their medical care. Wow. This is only the beginning right here. This is only the beginning right here, and we certainly don't want to strike, but we want them to, to uh, continue negotiating, and we want a fair. We, 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 we are, uh, we're expecting to, um, to stay on the job and everything else until everything else fails. Right now, we're in the starting stages right now, but we're letting them know, too, that we're not afraid. Southern California is really, like I said, it's a different breed of people right here it, it it's a higher living it's a higher cost of living here in southern california 
and uh, we we really honestly think that uh, we deserve better than the way we're being treated according to what they want to throw out on the contract. There was a when we first started, there was two and a half pages of takeaways right there. I mean, it, it, that's so unacceptable. And, and, and I have to remind you that all three of the major companies combined, they have made $5 billion in profits. And certainly, we are part of the reason why they have made $5 billion worth of profits in the past three years. And what's happening right here is that the stakeholders, the real owners of the companies, they just want more profits with our blood. Yeah, I was going to say, a strike is a very drastic step. I know a lot of people that lost houses and had some real financial hardships in the 03 one. Is is are you going to, are you willing to lay it all on the line a second time? There will be a lot of pain and suffering, just like it was in 2004. Um, my, uh, my thing is, I'm very proud that my union took a 90-plus percent strike vote. So I'm not standing here by myself. I'm standing here in Southern California. 90% of the employees said that it was an inadequate uh, 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 contract. So a, a strike vote has already been taken? A strike vote has already been taken. They literally could take us out anytime they want to. Uh, this would be the last of it. I want to remind the public. And I also want to thank the public because it just goes to show you how strong our, in Southern California union workers are still strong. Uh, my union is very strong right here. We have seven local unions in Southern California. It affects 60,000 employees and 90% of them uh, voted to strike. That's a pretty large number. Do you think it, it's a little bit of uh, your guys' problem as far as uh, Albertson's always wanting to take things away for the last 10 years, do you think a lot of it has to do with the union's inadequacy as far as organizing Walmart and Trader Joe's? Well, that, that, they became such a monster that, um, that I don't think that uh, it's as easy as it sounds. It sounds real easy to, but every time, see, they have so much money that when we do try to unionize a Walmart, they have been known to close that Walmart. So, so Which is illegal. Which is illegal, and according to, to our rights and everything, we do have the right. They have the right to be unionized, and... Um, and all they do in a split second, they'll close that store. Even if it's a profit-making store, they will close that down. That's how that's that's how big business is. I was going to ask you the other thing that really strikes me about even the 03 and 04 strike is um, there doesn't seem to be a culture of unionism. When when I we're here before the rally, obviously, which starts at noon officially, uh, they were playing like. In the PA just now, they were playing like uh, stuff you would hear on Jack, one, you know, ninety one. You know what? Why don't we? Why don't? Why doesn't union have more of a like take a more of a like lifestyle perch to it, if a marketer's term? And why don't we hear Woody Guffrey and stuff? It seems like the whole culture of labor has really gone too. Well, we have lost. We have lost market share here in Southern California. And one of the things is that we want to make the people aware that the. It, by giving us less health care, by giving us le he less health care, I doubt very seriously that their prices of food is going to drop. They are going to fill their pockets 
with more money is what they're going to do off the sweat of the backs of these people that are standing right here. And I think, and then in a lot of ways, the USCW is the last stand because a lot of unions have already been defeated. You bet, and that's why the whole country has got an eye on us. What we do right here, this is really a pivot point for all unionized members of the United States. That includes, and we do have a overwhelming support. The last strike, they lost 90% of their customers. And what does that tell you? That my customers support they will support us again, and uh, we will be out there if we need to. We will be out there without hesitation. Well, thank you very much, Higgy. I was just enjoying, I enjoyed talking to you, and have a, have a great day. Thank you very much. Okay, and uh, we're with more picketers, and we have a husband and wife team this time. I've never done two <laughs> before. And uh, what's your name? Michael DeLeo. And then Denise DeLeo. Okay, so Michael and Denise. So why are you here this afternoon? Well, we're here to stand up for health care for all working Americans. And is that kind of, that's kind of going away with the percentage of Americans that actually have health insurance. That's, I can't argue that point, but we do have it. We fought for it for decades and decades, and we're going to keep it. We gave for it, so we're, we've earned it. Yeah, and um, I would say the, the, um, some, I actually use a health care plan and, uh, once and, uh, for dental work, and there's a hell of a lot of crow premiums. So, so like, I don't think people realize that this is health insurance, but it's almost kind of barely insurance. Well, I, I, I don't know what to say to that. We have great insurance, and, we're, we're, and uh, we, we, we've sacrificed a lot of raises and things to keep our health care the what it is. And, yes, we're, we're not ashamed to say that we have the best health care. Were you, were you part of the 0304 strike? Fully. Um, a lot of people had a lot of sacrifices, like losing homes and cars and stuff. Um, is that like a strike at this point, something that you're willing to do again? Every time I need to. I've done it, I've done it several times in 40 years. One of the other issues I've always had with as far as union representation at Albertsons, I was an former employee, if in case you didn't know, um, was that if there's something between your boss and you, they would never get intervened and claim it's just regular business procedurals and they can't get involved with that. Would you like to see a more active role of the union through like uh, the average workday? Well, I think our local in particular is the only thing I can speak to. Uh, they're behind us 100% whenever we need something, especially in the store level. We have stewards that are there at the stores that are very active and they know who to contact if there's a need and they're out there for us. I, I've never seen anybody not get the support that they need. Yeah, one of the things that I always am struck by when Americans go on strike is it seems like it's a very isolated thing where if you screw over the French, they'll start a riot. Why do you think Americans are like uh, a little bit more passive towards their labor relations? I don't know what to say to that, but yes, I believe we are a little bit too, more, too much passive. We need to be more aggressive in it and, you know, give it to them. We need to fight for our rights. I think in the essence of what everybody else feels in America is that they don't understand unions and what they really do. I think that's the first problem. And second, they're probably envious more than anything of what we have that we fight for. And the whole idea is solidarity works. But most people don't get behind it because they don't understand it. Yeah, I think there's actually polls that say that um, the majority of Americans actually do want to be in unions, but it's so hard to unionize and Obama kind of fell through with the, the card check or where there was a uh, card check or something. That was a big defeat, but 
That's what Americans need to see is why we have to get legislation to do things that any other group can do. Any other, all other groups can organize without any problems, but unions can't, and people find that offensive. Well, that's what's striking in, in um, the last 30 years is like it seems like the gay rights movement has really organized and done really well for itself, and our economic rights are getting eroded over the last 30 years, and then we just don't, can't seem to do anything but just like dig our fingernails into the side of the wall and then fall backwards. Well, you, you hit it on the head. That's exactly what people are doing. They're just hanging on. Fortunately, as union members, we have 60,000 people in the Southern California grocery industry. They're going to stand up for themselves and other workers. We don't do it just for union workers. You know, when we raise the level of the pool, everybody's pool level goes up, and that's what we're trying to do. Well, thank you for your time, and uh, enjoy the hot dogs. 88.9 KCI FM in Irvine, and uh, we definitely have the rally going. We have a lot of shouting, and that always helps. And so I'm with uh, somebody here, and what's your name? My name is Javier Ibarra, and I'm a grocery worker for Albertsons. I've been working for Albertsons for about 25 years now, and I currently am a frozen food clerk. Oh, <laughs> oh, God. I remember going in the, in the freezer enough when I was in bakery, and that that's terrible. How do you deal with that? Well, you know, um, we just take it one day at a time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, the other thing, too, is I don't think people realize about the frozen food section when you work it is your hands get so nicked up because all those boxes are so tightly together. You're, actually, your knuckles don't look so bad. You've been obviously you've gotten so that you don't hurt yourself. Yeah, you, you, you figure out how to get, get around it. <laughs> yeah, um, so, uh, so what brings you out here today? Well, what brings me out here today is, um, as a grocery worker, you know, it's been three months already. We're going on three months where our contract has expired, and we're asking the, uh, the, the three big uh, grocery companies, Vons, Albertsons, and Ralph's, to, uh, to, to get serious and offer a fair and equitable contract for grocery workers. So we're here today to send a message to the company, uh, and that message is that, that, we want a, that we want a fair and equitable contract. We want to make sure that, uh, that uh, we maintain affordable health care coverage and that that uh, health care coverage is, is accessible to all grocery workers. So we were just talking about affordable health care. Um, that's kind of a disappearing reality with a lot of people. Uh, when do you think it stops? I'm sorry, can you repeat the question? Oh, I was just saying that um, it seems like a lot. It seems like we were talking about affordable health care, and it seems like that's a disappearing possibility for a lot of people. When do you think that stops? It, it stops when, 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 when people uh, stand united, like you see here today. Uh, I just got, personally got back from um, a rally in Arcadia at the, at the Vons headquarters, and there was well over a thousand grocery workers uh, there, you know, and and you and once again here you see, uh, 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 you know, hundreds of grocery workers. You see the community coming out. Uh, you see clergy coming out. And so when people come together and stand united like that, that's when it stops. I don't think we've reached reached like a mass of that right now because obviously, it seems like we're barely hanging on to the things that we do have as a safety net in the society. So I don't think we're I don't think. We're coming together to make progress. I think we're hang, coming together to hang on to what we barely have. When do you think we finally go on offense? Uh, no comment at this point. <laughs> no comment? Um, I'm going to end this interview. Okay. And so anyways, uh, that's kind of what happens when I uh, ask questions sometimes. 
And uh, we found some more people here that will talk to me. I got walked out on by the last guy. <laughs> I don't know what it was. Um, so you're from Albert, or I'm sorry, Ralph's. Hi, I'm Rose, and this is Cabrielle. And so, uh, why are you here? Out here, why are you here today? We've been six months uh, at the table waiting for a contract, and these three companies make. Well, one of them, ours, makes billions of dollars, and we'd like a contract. You know, it puts everything up in the air, everything. Do you think you'll get it, and how uncertain is how uncertain are you at this time? I think we'll get it. I think they'll they'll finally know that they have to, in good faith, come to the table and actually do something. In 03 and 04, there's a lot of people that made a lot of financial sacrifices. Are you prepared to go on strike? Luckily, I am, because my husband is not in the industry what the bad part is there's so many married people that are both in the industry and then they have a hard time lose houses well a lot of people meet their spouses at work so obviously if one's in the industry there's a good chance so a second one might be too with as hard as they work as i'm not surprised they meet their spouses at work <laughs> yeah so um so what do you think of the rally so far well, I just got here, but it looks like they're um, getting it organized, and hopefully somebody over there is paying attention. Do you think they're, we're in front of the building, do you think everybody just kind of moved, picked up and moved their cubicles to the back of the building? Oh, uh, no, it looks like the parking lot's empty, and they're probably at lunch. <laughs> well, the parking lot's been empty the entire, um, the entire day, so I think all the cars are behind that gated fence over there. Well, I don't know, but I sure hope Albertsons is paying attention. We all know that it's Vons and Safeway that's giving us the problem, just like in 03. Yeah, I, well, for those that we don't remember, it, it was a strike against Vons, and then they signed a suicide pact where there would be a, a Ralph's lockout and an and a Albertsons lockout. That's right, absolutely. Luckily, Ralph's had to pay, went to court and had to pay us back pay. Yeah, oh, that's cool. We, I don't think Albertsons ever did that, no. And... Um, what were you doing the What were you doing the morning of October eleventh, two thousand three? Um, I was finding out that I was going to be on a picket line for fourteen months. <laughs> you You want to know my guilty what thing what I did? I actually uh, I knew we were going on strike, and so I didn't show up for work, and I went to the women's World Cup game. Oh, good for you, <laughs> smart lady. Well, it's a pleasure talking to you, and uh, I wish you luck with your struggle. I know I've been on the picket line. I know it's hard. My best advice, stay away from fast food because it's going to make you more depressed. Absolutely, and I'll always gain 20 pounds. Well, yeah, when I didn't realize that. But like when we were on strike, we'd always go to Del Taco and McDonald's because they were in our, our store's parking lot. And then I saw Super Size Me, and I'm like, that's why I was super depressed when I was on strike. That's right. <laughs> Remember, if, if we do get on that picket line, tell all the public, fruit trays and veggie trays, not donuts. No donuts. <laughs> well, it was a pleasure to talk to you, Rose, and have a great day. Well, the rally's definitely on. We know that much. And um, it's like any other labor rally, and it feels like I was here in 03, honestly. And uh, it's like a time warp, and I'm surprised W isn't president, and we're just gearing up to go into Iraq. <sighs> my thoughts, a lot of my thoughts about what's going on, I think, came out th during the questions of uh, the people I was interviewing. I wish them well. Uh, they bust a lot of people in from San Diego, and it's still not quite the turnout I you would hope if they were going to take this seriously. Um, my personal opinion is I hope they don't go on strike and they use the union funds to pa help pass... Uh, 810 
to give universal care, universal health care to all Californians and not just union members. But we'll see. They actually put their union halls on like three or four mortgages during the last one to support picket payment. So we'll see how far they want to go. This isn't the fight I would pick now. I would, I would honestly wait to lobby the legislature to get universal health care passed. And that's about it. And I hope you enjoyed show, listening to the show this week. And uh, I'll see you in two, another two weeks for another Heather McCoy is a face in the crowd.